All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. Let's go. Welcome back to the Big MIG. I am your host, Lance Miliacho. As always, my co-host and compadre here, George Ballantine, with another swag shirt. George, you know, the unlimited amount of swag shirts you're getting, bro, it's out of control, bro. It's out of control. You're going to need a bigger closet. That's all I know. I know. I'm going to definitely, or more dresses. I'm going to need a bigger house. Yeah, so. exactly. So listen, guys, tip of the spear, as always, you know that we try to always bring the receipts and we bring people that have the receipts. We've got a great guest tonight. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And you know we do that every episode of this show this week we've been talking about all sorts of things that we're trying to open your eyes up to you know our plan here on the big mig is to unify america we believe it's a uniparty in dc and neither side can be trusted so our plan is for the people to get united and work together how do they get united through education through getting other people to realize that what the government is telling you is in fact not true so, uh, Ben Berkwam, mm. this guy, so George, throw up the thumbnail, terrorism at our doorstep. You know, this has been a theme a little bit this week. Uh, our borders are, uh, is non-existent. She's got the title. I don't believe that Biden or she have been to the border. I don't even think they've uh, flown over it. Uh, it's concerning. This isn't just a Latin American invasion we're looking at. There are individuals, uh, based on Ben's evidence, that exceed 80 different countries uh, entering the United States illegally. We don't know how many gotaways. They speculate September had the biggest reported month of illegal immigrants that they've actually, you know, they've actually registered into the system. We're at 260,000 plus so far reported for the month of September. Now. Our, our system and the United States does not need this level of illegal immigration. The border is not secure. Fentanyl, guns, car fentanyl, heroin, uh, methamphetamine, cocaine, and illegal immigrants with shady, and I'm going to say it nicely, shady profiles and backgrounds. We have people coming in from Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria. There are connections to Hamas and Hezbollah currently that, that appear to have tried to enter the country, and there are ones that we believe have entered the country based on our Border Patrol agents. Uh, the D.C. cabal has turned our border uh, enforcement into a welcome wagon. Uh, they argued with the Trump over $5 billion to protect borders, but yet we've given over $200 billion in aid to Ukraine. The numbers they're reporting to the public are much higher. There's been much more money than what they've said. There's been much more support than what they've said. They act like they're following the rules. They are not. It's not getting voted on. You know, George, your thoughts on the invasion we're looking at, to me, I am very concerned. Um, well, 
we 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 have confirmation that we have um, people coming in from not just our southern border, like southern uh, countries right there, but coming from Venezuela that are um, Arabs. You have from Africa people coming over. You have from Northern Africa, North, yeah, East, Afghanistan, correct. all over. So, yeah, so we have n- how many terrorists they caught at the border? How many got through? That's well, the question. How many reports. got through? So yeah, we don't knows. know. Nobody knows. Yeah, it's a guess, right? You know, we really Ooh. don't know. And I, I want to take one break here for a second. I almost forgot to do this. Seaofmud.com. We want to thank our sponsors. They make this show. They've given us a lot of support. They're continuing to support us. Uh, patriotic apparel. He's got this shirt right here, bro. Holidays are right around the corner. Sea of Mud, Trader Joe's coffee mug. I love it. Keeps coffee really hot. Let's face it. If you want to irritate your liberal friends and family members, then go to seaofmud.com. If you're a patriotic American, you should support parallel economy patriots that are building their businesses you know, one brick at a time outside of the normal systems. He is a great American guy, uh, patriot and a great founder, and he's the founder. So I love what he's done with the company. So Ben Bergquam, he's founder of FrontlineAmerica.com and creator, producer, and host of the Law and Border television series on Real America's Voice. If you haven't seen him, he does some crazy good work. He's down there in the border putting himself out there every day. When he's not there, he's in D.C. Uh, doing his best to harass people like Jamal uh, and, 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 and let him know that we're not happy with his decisions or the way that he handled that fire exit. Uh, ben received his bachelor's degree in MBA from California State University, Fresno. He's been involved in border issues since 2009. He's a Christian conservative husband and patriot father. He believes in saving this country. He puts himself out every single day. Uh, he was born in Dallas, spent, uh, and he, he was with missionary parents, and he served in Africa for 10 years. In 1989, Ben and his family moved back to America and settled, sent, uh, settled in the Central Valley of California. So he's stuck out there. I don't know if he's still there. Now he's moved back to Arkansas. Thank God he's out of California. I'm stuck here in Denver. We know how bad the liberal st- socialist state of Denver is. I can't go yet, but I keep thinking about it. So without further ado, Ben, let's bring him on, George. He's got a lot to talk about, and we don't have that much time with him. Yeah. Well, Lance, welcome, Ben. But I don't know. You didn't warn Ben that I've been known to kidnap our guests and keep them longer than what they ask. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, we, Ben. I'm, I'm, I sh- He's out in the woods. I've been been known to have technical difficulties too. Uh huh. I can't. Yeah, he's going to use. He's (laughs) going to use a cutting out. Yeah. You know where he learned that? I want to tell the audience. You know where he learned that? He learned that from our congressional members because whenever Ben comes up and starts asking questions, like I've got a phone call, I can't talk to you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben will be like, "Oh, it's Donald Trump. I gotta go." Click, and next thing we know, we have no video signal. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, Ben, thanks so much for joining us. I, you're one, you know, you are a super busy guy. I I stalk your stuff on, uh, you know, on social media constantly because I love what you're doing. You and Michael Yan, I'm always checking out what you guys are up to. Um, you know, you know, an important question is. What motivates you? Why did you go down this path? How did you become the border expert that you are? You know, what drove you to be the guy you are right now? And, and, and by the way, I love your work on, uh, you know, uh, everything that you're doing online and on, on Real America's Voice. So go ahead. Well, I, I started in college. I was, uh, I am, uh, we escaped California about two years ago, but I, I lived most of my life after we, after we came back from Africa in California. And I started seeing the direction our country was going. And 
I didn't like it. And in college, in my undergrad, I started a, a conservative values organization on campus and started getting involved there, got involved heavily with the Tea Party movement. I was actually the youth spokesperson for the Central Valley Tea Party for the farmers that were are being destroyed by radical environmentalism in California. Uh, and then I, I went off track for a few years. I got my master's degree. I, I went into corporate retail and then I uh, had some personal health issues, ended up getting into drugs and alcohol and uh, eventually uh, uh, landed on crack and was uh, uh, smoking crack and living a double life and nobody really knew about it. And uh, Good for you. one night I came, I came clean to my wife and uh, the Lord broke those chains and I was set free and, and uh, I've, I've been back on this track ever since. So God's put this, this calling in my life since an early age, but uh, it was really about seven years ago, actually seven years ago this, uh, t this month, October, that God set me free and put me on this trajectory again. And um, it's been, you know, it's been a bit of a wild ride, but I, I really, uh, bottom line is I do it for the Lord. I believe we have a calling and a purpose in our life and I do it for my children so that they don't have to do it, hopefully. But every generation has this fight. I've got two young daughters. I've got one on the way. And I want them to be able to grow up in the greatest country in the history of the world that I got to grow up in. And right now I see it going the other direction. And um, so it's it's my duty as a husband and a father to protect them and to stand up for this country. Lance, let me interject real quick. So, Ben, you're, you're not alone. I have 10 years sobriety, so I know where you're coming from. And, you know, every day sober is a great day. It's God's blessing. Amen. You know, so just keep doing what you're doing. Life gets so much better, doesn't it? Oh, it, I mean, it's like someone flips the light switch. You know, it's crazy to anybody out there that's dealing with this. I'm sure some of the audience is. You, you feel like I know there's a play, there was a time where I was I wasn't sure if I was going to end up dead or in prison. And, and I couldn't see myself not doing the drugs. I kept praying every night that the Lord would take it away from me. And actually, my prayer was uh, kind of funny. I, I, I prayed all the time, Lord, take it away, but don't let my wife find out. And. It wasn't until I was honest with my wife and the Lord brought up, there's a verse in Peter, it says, husbands, be honest with your wives, lest your prayers be hindered. And he said, you know, you kept praying. She wouldn't know when she was the only one that needed to. And my chains were broke that night. But what's interesting is when you're, when you're in addiction, life seems boring outside of that. It's like this weird uh, <laughs> mental game that, that drugs play with you. And you think, I can't, I can't imagine not doing this. I can't imagine not drinking. I can't imagine... And then as soon as you stop, all of a sudden, everything in life is better. Everything you do is better. Everything you do has more purpose and meaning. And so I would just encourage anybody who's out there struggling. Uh, I've been there. You can get past it, and life will be better when you are. So don't give up. Keep, keep struggling. Keep fighting. And trust in the Lord to get you through it. That is solid advice from both of you guys to our listeners and subscribers. I've never had that struggle. Uh, I don't really drink, smoke or anything else. Now, when I was a young guy, I did a lot more of everything, uh, but I never really struggled with an addiction. The only addiction I have is caffeine. I can't seem, I'm, I don't think I'm ever giving that up though. I'm like a crack addict on caffeine. I can't give up the caffeine. I don't know what I'm going to do about it, but obviously the coffee companies are happy that I don't. By the way, we could use a coffee sponsor, energy drink sponsor. <laughs> Whenever you guys, if you're watching, we need you. All right. So look, Ben, I, with the limited amount of time, I just want to tell, so everybody in our audience, uh, our, our audience and a lot of our subscribers refer them, to themselves as the Big Mig Mafia. So for our listeners, they have heard your name over and over again. We had you when we were over on the Pete Santilli show. Uh, we haven't had you back, but I talk about that bag of IDs, but I want to get to the, the meat of this right away so we don't burn up too much time. Let's talk about the worst of the worst and the consequences for this country. Tell me the worst of what you're seeing on the border and the worst impact it's going to have 
on the country you see moving forward? Because I think people are ill-prepared for the truth of that I believe terrorism and those individuals, we're going to start having those events right here on American soil like other countries are facing all over the globe. Yeah, uh, we, we actually already are having those. Sadly, most police departments are, uh, when, when something like that happens, we had a, a woman run over by a jihadist last, uh, just a few weeks ago in California, and they, you know, they, they try to cover it up and say that it's not, uh, uh, it, well, first off, they try to lot, not let you know that they're illegal, and the other is that if it's, if it's uh, terrorist activity, Muslim terrorist activity, uh, they try to cover that up. But these are happening on a pretty regular basis. But uh, a major attack, I'm actually shocked it hasn't happened yet. What we see going on there, and just to give you an idea, I would say the scariest thing to me is what we don't know. Um, we, we know we have, I, you know, they, they admit six to seven million have come across. I would say, based on the, the numbers talking to Border Patrol that I talked to, it's, it's closer to above 10 million if you take the, the unknowns, the gotaways. Uh, and in particular, I was just down in uh, an area of Arizona between Lukeville, which is one of the new hotspots where you're having thousands of people cross every day, and Yuma, Arizona. And it's a few hundred miles of just wide open desert. This was an area that Border Patrol used to cover regularly. This is an area of heavy drug trafficking heavy uh, human trafficking. These are the guys that really don't want to get caught out there. And and two weeks ago, I was down there, and Border Patrol said, hey, you need to drive that road. There's a little tiny dirt road that runs all the way down through. It ends up in a bomb range outside of Yuma. And I drove that road, and there is not a single Border Patrol agent out there. They have left that area abandoned. They have they have left. In fact, there's two Border Patrol bases out there. They're, they're basically like military-style installations. They have abandoned those. They've moved all the Border Patrol agents to the processing centers to process these millions of illegals that are coming in and, and claiming fake asylum. So those areas are where if you're a really bad guy, that's where you're going to go. Now, even if you're a bad guy, the, the scary thing is you can simply come across, as long as you don't show up on Interpol or terror watch list, you can turn yourself in with all these other illegals that are claiming fake asylum. And you mentioned the bag. Um, I've got IDs here. I, 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 I've got probably seven or eight bags like this. Okay, but and we I've have talked about these bags on this show over and over and over again for our listeners. You guys know I've referred to this bag. Now, Ben has, he just told me on the break that he's given up counting, but he already had 80-plus countries' IDs that go way beyond the scope of Latin America. So, Ben, focus on the IDs. Tell me the ones outside of Latin America and South America. Focus on those because people are in denial about who's coming across this border. Well, and, and for, before I, I say that, I, I want to say that people say, well, why would you dump your IDs? So you look at all these IDs. I've got uh, these are from Central America. This guy's from India. Uh, this guy's Cuba. But you'll notice that these are both Mexican IDs. I'll get them a little closer to the screen there. These are both Mexican IDs. Mm -hmm. uh, one reason people will drop these, these guys, both of these guys, and I have hundreds more that are like that, that are either green or brown. And the green and brown IDs are IDs of people that have already been granted asylum in Mexico. And so one reason they would dump their IDs is because you can't qualify for asylum in America if you've already received asylum in a, in a quote unquote safe country, which Mexico is considered now. So that's one of the reasons why they dump them. But we also have IDs from all over the world, from the Middle East. Uh, as you mentioned, we've got Pakistan, I've got uh, Mauritania. We have huge numbers of people coming from Mauritania, the Islamic country of Mauritania. And mm. we've interviewed some of the people that are coming, and they tell us, uh, they actually will say that they've been coached. Uh, the same leftist organizations, these NGOs, non-governmental organizations that are profiting off the invasion of America, 
are down in Mexico, and they're, they're actually all over the world. Catholic Charities is one of the largest, but you have Lutheran Social Services, Jewish Family Services, and, and uh, six other major ones and hundreds of other subsidiaries that fall underneath that. And really the tip of the spear on all of these organizations is the United Nations. They are all over the world training people, and one of the things they tell them is if you're coming in uh, and you you have either a sketchy background or you want to make up an entirely new identification, you want to say this woman that's coming with you that you met along the way is your wife or you purchased along the way, you want to say these children or child that you're bringing with you is your child, but you actually purchased that child or rented that child along the way, you dump your IDs and you make up any story you want. And so that that we've actually been told that. They, they're told they have an easier time coming into our country if they don't have an ID. And Border Patrol, the sad reality is Border Patrol will take them at their word. Border Patrol receives them in. They will do uh, on the adults. They'll take pictures of them. They'll run them through their Homeland Security database. Uh, if they show up on Interpol or on one of their terror watch lists, uh, then then they'll pull those guys aside. And as you, uh, as, as you may know, they've had over 160 of those that have come through this year. It's, it's <laughs> far and away the worst year ever. But the problem is there are many, many, many hundreds, if not thousands, that don't show up in any of those databases, and we're simply letting them through. And actually, the last uh, last trip I was down in uh, Lukeville, I actually had Border Patrol pull me aside. They said, we can't say this on air, but we need you to say it. We're having large numbers now coming from Syria. We're also having large numbers coming, claiming from India that are actually from Pakistan. And one of the other ones uh, uh, George mentioned, Venezuela. So Venezuela has been in, in cooperation with Tehran, uh, with the drug dealers, uh, the drug traffickers of the Middle East for years. They've been partners, part, in partnership with Hezbollah and Hamas. And these guys live, many of them live in Venezuela. And so there is a high likelihood that we have Hamas and Hezbollah coming up through this, this illegal alien. It's a superhighway, uh, a river of illegal immigration coming as, you know, we've covered down in the Darien Gap. We've covered in, in Guatemala and Central America and, and Colombia and all these places. They're all flowing up in here, and the bottom line is Border Patrol has no way of telling you who these people actually are, again, unless they're one of the very few that actually show up in their database. And the, re the reality is most of them do not. Lance. The government has given them a name. They call them special interest aliens. You know, and the definition okay. are people from countries identified by the U.S. government as having some sort of conditions that promote or protect terrorism or potentially pose some sort of national security threat. There's been thousands of those special interest aliens coming from countries yeah. in the Middle East. They've been arrested by Border Patrol. Those are the only ones they've caught. And this yeah. is all while attempting to enter the country illegally. This data was, has all been confirmed by CBP sources, and, and it reflects a lot of concerns at the port of entries that they're really not being managed correctly. Here's some numbers that I got. So they had 6,386 nationals from Afghanistan in that period, as well as 3,153 from Egypt, 659 from Iran, and 538 from Syria. Uh, I understand that these you know, uh, I guess they've been given domicile in Venezuela. They speak perfect Spanish. And my understanding is they're throwing away their IDs and they're in the country. And if they're not in that terrorist database, they're getting in. Now, there's also some intel that George and I discovered from somebody that I feel confident knows the truth. The cartels have a higher level of service. I'm going to call it a VIP service for terrorists yeah. and unwanteds. Yep. And uh, yep. Ben, you, you, I'm going to let you chime in on this. You tell me if I'm right, because I want the listeners to get this. That level of service, you pay a higher fee and they guarantee you clandestine entry into the U.S. What do you know about that? 
Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, it's basically it's a, a global illegal alien travel agency. The cartels now, in some cases, are making more money on human trafficking than they are on drug trafficking. And it's a zero-lose operation for them. These guys, if they, if they don't make it in, you know, the vast majority of these people, uh, they just get back in line and they pay again and they come back through. And as you mentioned, the ones that really don't want to get caught, I'm actually going to be heading back down with Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon in, in another week or so. And uh, we actually have video from his trail cams of a high-value Middle Eastern target that uh, ended up being on the terror watch list that was smuggled in. He had seven, he had seven guys with him. This was a couple years ago, but he had seven uh, couriers with him, all heavily armed, coming through southern Arizona. And what they'll do, what's interesting, is this is very rarely reported on. Brigitte Gabriel has done a lot of reporting on this. But they actually partnered with, the, in, in Juarez in particular, they actually partnered with the tunnelers in Palestine to teach them the tunneling techniques that they were using in, uh, to, in, to go from Juarez into El Paso, Texas. Oh, They've been boy. partnered with them for years. And so this has been going on for Incredible. years. So you have, the, you have the illegals that are turning themselves in that, all, that have to pay the cartels for the, you know, the, the opportunity to do it. Everyone mm -hmm. pays the cartels. And then you have the other side of that, the people that don't want to get caught. And, and you can pay up to $100,000 or more for some of these people. Uh, and, and the, you know, the... The techniques and the strategies and the tactics for getting these people in, I mean, these guys are incredibly creative. Uh, they, they smuggle you in just about any way you can possibly imagine. Uh, and that's, you know, the, the, for the more money you pay, the, the more likelihood that you will get to where you want to go. And the cartel does not care what your purpose is. They don't care if you're coming to do America harm. That's right. If you pay them, they will get you here. Lance. And, and Ben, what have you seen in person? I'm sorry, George, you go no. ahead, buddy. No, so... Uh, ben, me and Lance, we talk about this another another topic, and we just want to. So we always say, let's go to Mexico, throw our IDs away, and come across a border. Yeah, we'll, yeah. will we get benefits too? Yeah, well, we yeah. can get the two, twenty two hundred. Maybe I'll rent a kid. We can get twenty two hundred dollars a month. We can get a free cell phone, free health care. Uh, we also get the preloaded debit card. You know, it's it's a it's the, a the great problem, deal. <laughs> the problem with you guys is you'll probably show up in America's database, and so yeah, you'd be screwed. Exactly. Why? You know, How yeah, would that be? Yeah, we'll be. Well, if you've, if well, you've ever done a fingerprint, if you've ever had your uh, taken fingerprints can be changed, Ben. We can change the fingerprints. <laughs> I, I, not I, a problem. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's possible. It's possible. There is no doubt, Ben, that it's I will show up in possible. the database. <laughs> There's no yeah. doubt that I am in that database. I'm absolutely convinced of it. Uh, not surprised. But listen, so again, for our listeners here, I just got to tell you, I got some other numbers I just pulled up. So the agents also encountered 13,624 individuals from Uzbekistan. 30,830 from Turkey, 1,613 from Pakistan, 164 from Lebanon, 185 from Jordan, 139 from Yemen, 123 from Iraq. And, and Ben, this is your number here, 15,594 from Mauritania, which, by the way, is a place I spent some time in years ago. And I can tell you that it's a terrorist hotbed. Uh, yeah. These numbers don't include encounters by the field offices at ports of entry, uh, the people that snuck in past the agents, which the gotaways are getting reported by the Biden administration at being like a million and a half, two million. I'm hearing way, way higher numbers, way yeah. higher numbers like that. You know, they're talking about, you know, the Department of Homeland Security has already done a report saying Mexican-produced drugs like fentanyl are likely to kill more Americans than any other threat coming up. That includes 2A. You look how our own government wants to disarm us. Ben, you brought some videos to me, and I want to make sure I put them up in a way that's that's not random. Media One, George, you want to throw that up? That's one of the shorter ones. That's a minute 25, and maybe you can give us some background on this video. 
Um, sure, Lance. Here we go. Never seen anything like this. It's a sea of people. Look at this. Look at this. All the way down to the river, guys. Thousands, 4,000 in one day. In Lajas Blancas. Just being completely overrun, guys. Completely overrun because of Secretary Marcus and Joe Biden. Democrats did this. Kevin McCarthy, what are you doing to stop it? get violent in a heartbeat man and they they said it has emptied out it's emptied out a lot of the buses have already left there were hundreds and hundreds more people earlier today this is insane i've never seen anything like this it's just month uh, every month growing to a whole new level yeah what do you so you're panamanian what do you make but american what do you make of what right joe now, biden panama, and secretary panama is taking the brunt of, of open border policy in the United States. This is, every one of these people is being being given a free meal three times a day by Panama at Panama's expense. And it's swelling every month to numbers that are so chaotic and out of control. And um, Panama's just stuck in the middle of it all. They're just stuck here in the middle of the whole thing. Never seen it. Interesting. So that's my, yeah, that's my friend, Matt Tomlett. He's a U.S. <laughs> citizen living down in Panama. His uh, dad actually worked on the... Uh, uh, Panamanian or the uh, the canal there, and uh, this is so. This is one of those things. Panama is a, is a great barometer for what's coming to America. As you mentioned, Michael Yan, he had invited us down. I've, I've gone down five times now. Um, this we've gone across the Darien Gap three times. We've actually got, gone entirely across it once. We've gone halfway back through it twice. Uh, me and Oscar Blue Ramirez. And what uh, every single time, what's interesting is on these trips is is you get a sense of what's coming to America. And this last trip, which was, again, about uh, five weeks, four and a half weeks ago, we went down there, and it is shocking. I mean, it's, it's beyond comprehension. This is the, one of the most remote places on the planet. Uh, no roads between Colombia and Panama. You've got uh, some of the most inhospitable jungle, 60 miles of jungle, and you've got 5,000 people a day, a, a, a nonstop flow of people coming through this. And this was one of those small villages, Las Blancas. You go further upriver. Uh, to Bajo Chiquito and, and uh, Canamambrillo, some of these other villages in there, and they're seeing the same number of people. There's trash, there's garbage everywhere. We went upriver uh, the second, two times Yeah, ago, I think we've we got up. that video, that 12-minute video, but we, obviously in the nature of time, maybe we'll show a few minutes out of it. It's the one yeah, with so the you, boat. Let's, George, let's throw that up so we can kind of narrate that from uh, why it's up. Um, and let's just watch the first three minutes of it. You want to narrate it, too? You want to put audio with it? Okay. Well, that's okay. That's up to you. If you want to do that, otherwise we can just throw it up and he can comment after the fact. All right, let me know if you want to go. They've done it, son! Yeah. Somalia. Vote number one. Number two. Number two. Number three. Number four. Venezuela! Number five. Last four have been mostly Venezuelan. That's what we're seeing again, mostly coming through. But you've got Chinese, you've got uh, Bangladesh, a lot of Bangladesh, a lot of uh, India, Egypt. We saw one from Morocco yesterday. Crazy. All right, we're to the where the river splits. Now we're going back upriver. 
towards Bajo Chiquito. Donde son? That was number six. Here's number seven. Number seven. Here's, here's number eight. Number nine. Donde son? China? China, China and Africa. So that boat, that was number nine. China, the front half of the boat was China. The back half was Africa. In the middle of the Darien Gap. Number 10, more Venezuela. So that was boat number 10, and it's 10 a.m. right now. All day. Colombia, Venezuela, and the front was Africa. Venezuela. Africa? Venezuela and Africa. China? China? Venezuela and China. That was 14. We have 15, 16. It's going to be hard to keep track. We're already at 16, and it's 10.05 in the morning. Colombia. Africa. Africa. Haiti. Haiti. At 16. This is 17. Right behind the back. This is so important what you've done here, Ben, because that proves that what the Biden administration and what both sides of the aisles are telling us, oh, the border's fine. It's nothing but one giant lie. And my question is, why the hell would they do this? There's no way this isn't destructive, dangerous, and intentional, fomented plotting to ruin the country from inside. Tell me what your thoughts are on this. That's the only reason that you would do this, uh, is it is intentional. This is not failed policy by Marcus and Biden and the Democrats. This is the policy. It's it's the radical leftist, communist, utopian vision of recolonizing the Western world, uh, redistribu redistribution of wealth, it's, it's reparations. It's all of that lumped into one. It's the American-hating, West-hating, uh, Judeo-Christian-hating, leftists that uh, that see these people not as they don't actually care about these people the united nations don't actually care about these people they're just a means to an end they're they're basically you know the the pawns used in this game and just so you know that the end of that video was 116 boats the previously the worst day that i'd been on the river we saw 17 boats that was 116 in one day coming down this this one channel now there's multiple channels that come through the jungle, this was one avenue that, that was coming out. So, uh, and this, again, what you see there in the Darien Gap will be on our doorstep within two to three weeks, depending on the route these guys go. That is what's happening. In fact, it's getting worse. They're building larger camps. They're building uh, camps. Uh, they're, they're clearing jungle down there to make way for two more 15-acre camps that can handle up to 12,000 people apiece. So this is, the, the infrastructure is being set. This They're inviting more of this, and in fact, uh, Secretary Marcus went down. He announced this to the world. Not very many people uh, were paying attention when he did it, but this is it, they call it controlled flow. And so rather than it used to be every single country you went to, you'd be stopped, you'd be challenged, you'd be sometimes sent back, uh, you'd be held in custody, and it would take you, you know, you, you flew into Brazil and it would take you a month and a half at minimum to get to our southern border. Now you can fly directly into Brazil or Ecuador, get on these paths, get, pay the cartel, uh, the Gulf cartel that'll take you all the way from Colombia all the way up to southern Texas. And within a week to two weeks, you can be in America. The, the, what they've done is they've taken our tax dollars, yours and mine tax dollars, and they're paying off these countries. And sometimes these countries are actually having to foot the bill. Panama's paying millions of dollars to operate these things just to get the people out. They're just trying to flush them through because they don't want these people ending up in their country. 
but we're making it easier. Rather than slowing them down, we're greasing the skids. And so the word is spreading around the world. Now's the time to come. They will let you in. And, and if you get to the border Incredible. and you feel like you don't and you can't get across, you just pay the cartel a little bit more and they'll take you out into the desert and they'll they'll sneak you across. So hey, it's, ben, ben, it's how incredibly bad. How come we can't put patrol bolts in these water to deter these people coming down with these rafts? Well, this is actually in Panama. So, you know, there would be the Panamanian government that has to do that. And right now, the Panamanian government, it, it's this it's this weird condition where none of these countries want to be the one that's found at fault for stopping it. So if Panama stops it, then all of these people end up in Colombia. And then Colombia freaks out and blames Panama. If Costa Rica stops it, then the same thing happens in Panama. And, and if Nicaragua or if Guatemala or if Mexico. So basically, every single one of these countries says, well, America's inviting it, so we're just going to pass these people through. As long yeah. as they don't stay yeah. here, we're not going to hold them up. And so there's this uh, chain reaction, if you will, that really incentivizes it. And the more people that come, the faster they want to get this thing moving. And the same thing you see with those boats coming down the river, you go down the Panamanian Highway and you see tour buses, hundreds of tour buses now going straight up from the Darien Gap all the way across Panama. The Panamanian people don't even see it happening. They're on the highways. They take them right up to the Costa Rican border. They drop all these people off. They send them right into Costa Rica. Costa Rica ships them through uh, to Nicaragua. Nicaragua ships them through. And it, and, and it just continues day after day yeah. after day. And so until America does something, and this, this is not going to slow down. It's infuriating, you know, and I, I keep thinking about the speaker, KGP. I keep thinking about Afro Chucky. And I keep thinking about how she will lie about how the border is secure. I keep thinking about Biden, Mayorkas. They're lying in front of Congress. And to me, this is treason against the country. They all took an oath to protect our country and protect our yeah. borders from all enemies, foreign and domestic. This is a foreign invasion. And our infrastructure... Forget the infrastructure of these other countries that is being abused. Our infrastructure is not prepared. That's why they're pulling our air marshals out of the skies and we're not protected there. That's why they're pulling border patrol off some of the worst areas like you just described where drugs are infiltrating. We've heard stories about how the cartels are funding a lot of the uh, uh, political politicians here, obviously, for trying to get more restrictions on guns because they want to go south to north on gun manufacturing now. They're already buying the mills out of China. We've heard that. We know that the drugs are higher than ever we're seeing in all the cities. None of the cities can take these people. I saw a horrendous video. I think it was out of the UK, but it was looking at some immigrants. Some immigrant had caught a neighbor's cat and was roasting it on the street in, in a fire made out of, you know, slats from a pallet. I mean, like, so, so this guy's cat got caught, and now that you've got some African guy that can't eat, so he's going to roast somebody's cat. This is coming. This is coming to our country, guys. This is on a doorstep. You guys, you can't refute these receipts, George, and and the damage of what they're doing—the waste and debris and trash. The, and we haven't even gone into the rape trees and the kids that are going missing. George, throw up Media 3, because I think this shows a little bit of some of that, not all of it, but yeah. Media 3 uh, is the one with the trash. I want to add something real quick, Lance. If yeah. you notice on all those boats, they were all males. There were no women. Very young military-age yeah, very, males. Very, very very few females in comparison. It's it's more than 50%. Sometimes it's 80%. Uh, it, it's large, large numbers of military-age men coming. And, George, in. do you want to take a break real quick and play the commercials and then come back? 
Um, we kind of went over our normal slot for yeah, commercial. We, it's up yeah. to you, buddy. Yeah, all right, let's do it, and then we'll be let's right back. Let's play the commercial. We'll come right back. When we come back, don't go anywhere, guys. We've still got more to show you. Ben's still got more to disclose. You're not going to get this out of D.C., and you're not going to get this in mainstream media. There's only one place to get this kind of stuff. Be right back. Here on the big MIG. going to decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off-limits. <laughs> up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings. towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. 
Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Welcome back to the Big Mix Show. We're your host, Lance Miliaccio, myself, George Ballantine, and our special guest, Ben Berkwin. Um, ben, I just want to um, let you know a lot of our listeners want to thank you for doing all the hard work you do, for putting yourself in danger, and, and actually getting the right intel on what's going on at the borders and what our country is facing. They, uh, a bunch of people wanted me to thank you, so thank you from the bottom of the heart, from them to you. My pleasure. So, those boats, Lance... In one boats day, how many boats we they had? It was, he oh, said 116. 116, and the next day there were 160. So crazy. You know, on a, so on the rate is cycling day. up. I mean, this he's doing yeah. the heavy lifting, but this is some crazy numbers because you said the biggest day you'd ever seen before was 17 boats. We're yeah, talking so about a times 10. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's no way that the numbers they're giving us, because the numbers aren't scaling like this that the Biden administration gives us. They act like they're scaling like this. Like almost flatline, and that, and, and nobody from the border. Michael Yan said it, Ann Vandersteel said it. Nobody is talking about it flatlining. So stop listening to what they're telling you, uh, all, all of our subscribers, and listeners. They're lying to you. You want to find out real information, Ben? What's what's your social media handle where they can follow you and get up to date, minute to the minute? Besides watching you on Real America's Voice, what's your handle? My social is at Ben Berkwam on just about everything. It's B-E-N-B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M. Um, and then my website's frontlineamerica.com. And then, as you mentioned, our show, Law & Border, Real America's Voice. Actually, we just had a new episode air yesterday. Uh, there's 17 episodes. If you want to get an up, you know, what's really happened, you can binge watch it. Go to americasvoice.news, click on all shows, go to Law & Border, and you can watch them all. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's shocking. Do it now. I recommend you follow Ben on all platforms. I stalk him constantly because his, his information is so up to date. You can't refute it. George, you want to slap that next video Let's up? Let's go. Coming right now. Here we go. Got reports. Dead body right here. Uh, we've got robbers just up the way. I just started cramping. It's super humid. See, you can smell the body from here. That's a foot right there. The rest of the body's covered up. Looks like. Looks like a small person or a child. This is, uh, this is the reality of the dairy, and there's a body under the blankets. You can see the foot. 
decomposing in front of us. About 30 minutes up the trail, we got reports of robbers. You can smell the decomposing body here. There's multiple dead bodies along the way. This is what Democrats Open Borders does. And it's so remote. Oh, man. Body, it's just... Stings your nose. It's so remote, there's no way to get to it to get it out of here. There's bodies all over the place. That shit was nasty. Yeah. I mean, Ben, just estimates. How many... Uh, how, and we know that there's lots of them there to dispose of deeper into the jungle. You're staying to the path. And, and just what they're, how they're ruining the, these pristine jungles is just incredible. But how many dead bodies do you think you've encountered since you've started supervising, you know, doing your border coverage? Well, on that trip, uh, we saw two, uh, physically saw them, but we smelled probably six others. And there's, you know, as you go up there, what happens is these bodies will tend to the, the trails uh, that you take through the jungle tend to follow the, the water. And so when you go up, up the Columbia side, you're going up the mountains, and then you come down the Panama side, down the mountains, and you're following the water. And what happens is you'll have floods, and they'll come and they'll wash the bodies downstream uh, out into the ocean or, or just get tangled up in the, the, the debris down. They estimate mm -hmm. that there's 60 tons of garbage on that trail. That's a wow. low estimate. And so it's there's no telling. I mean, there's thousands thousands of bodies out there and every time you go you see more of them and then the next time you go they've been washed downstream and out in the ocean or eaten by by animals in the jungle it's just i mean it's it's really truly hell on earth out there it's just crazy i say, and it's I crazy say put gators the in the water public, yeah ben, let me ask this. They have, they're actually crocodiles that eat the people in the water they have 12 foot crocs uh I'm sure they've the developed a taste for that human flesh. And as anybody that's ever smelled a dead body, it's not a smell that easily goes away and it's very distinct. I've smelled yeah. it. And obviously you can see by that's your what face. The croc, that's what the gators or crocs like, Lance. Yeah, they love that rotting flesh. But here's the deal. Ben, of all the politicians that you've made aware of this in one way or another, whether you've directly uh, contacted them, first of all, Kamala Harris, has she ever made some secret trip to the border that we're unaware of, the border czar? No, Anything you I mean, know about? Guys, the, the, no, the Democrats, the only trips they're making are to to increase the flow. They're not doing anything to stop it. Uh, they're paying off. The, the, here's the bottom line. We have Mexico is owned by the cartels. It's basically a failed narco state. The reality is we have many politicians in America that are corrupted and paid off by the cartels as well. And when we get power back, we need to focus a large amount of the DOJ's resources on weeding out the corrupt cartel politicians in our own government. These guys, there's no question about it. We have them paid off. Uh, they're not doing this because out of benevolence for illegal aliens. They, they're doing this to undermine America. And so it's one of two things. They're either doing it for the cash that they're receiving mm -hmm. from these foreign interests, or they're doing it to destroy America from within. Either way, these guys got to go. Uh, these, they're, they're really, they're just demons. And, and, and the worst part to me is what happens to these kids. Kids are trafficked. They die in the jungle. I saw so many children. I mean, I, I, I cramped up on this trip. I almost didn't make it out of the jungle. We had huge rainfall, uh, had mudslides. We were told the day after we came out that there was a, a massive mudslide that killed 50 people right behind us. And so this is happening. You got killed kids going through this, and then the cartels buy. They'll steal the children. They'll buy the children. They'll traffic these children. And these demons that are running this, the United Nations and all these charities uh, and all these politicians— do not give a damn about them. They are allowing these children to be exploited. They're allowing these people to be exploited. 
It's just the most evil you can imagine. The NGOs are all part of it. We know that. It's obvious yep. that they're deeply entrenched. And obviously, I believe there's lots of nefarious uh, people behind the scenes that want to see the United States ruined and destroyed from within. The, the, the big concern for us is that I don't think people are uh, prepared for what is coming. 10 yeah. million foreign individuals that not necessarily are going to find a job. If you think they're not going to fight to put food in their mouths, take care of their kids, take care of their family members in any way they have to. Roasting a cat uh, is probably the least of our worries. What you're really going to be looking at is we've already heard stories of transnational gangs organizing themselves throughout the U.S. and going into neighborhoods and, and you know, creating these, uh, you know, optimized burglary situations. We know the cartels are operating with groups on both sides of the borders, Sinaloa more so on the United States side, Gulf on the Mexico side. Uh, to be honest with you, they should all be ranked, all the cartels should be ranked as terrorist organizations. This guy's just, you know, this has been going on for years. They're, during yeah. El Chapo's trial, they cleared the courtroom because he started naming names of government officials that he had played literally millions and millions of dollars to, including Hillary Clinton and others. They cleared the courtroom and stopped him. The point of the matter is that testimony's never been allowed to be looked at. It's been sealed. Uh, many people have tried to get a hold of it. So don't kid yourself. We heard the story, Georgie, as you remember, the story we heard from uh, Jacqueline Brieger. She tried to out the cartels organizing, paying our politicians. Obviously, no, nobody of, of a sane mind would allow this to happen. I mean, clearly, if I was in charge of the border, this this would not this bullshit would not be going on. I'd be drone striking uh, cartels on both sides of the border. I'd warn Mexico, you've got a week to close down this border, or I'm going to close it, and nothing is going to come in. There won't be any retail goods. I'd hit them right in the pocketbook. I'd stop everything. It would be dead stop. Of course, I probably will never be president. I'm sure they would be afraid to even think about having me in D.C. Uh, media four, George. It's about five minutes, but let's get into it. See how how much time we can use before Ben has to go, but uh, go ahead. We've also got Media 5, which shows the final... Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. There's a huge set over here. You can tell this area is used majorly. They'll come and actually cut these. Oh, somebody left their snacks. Look at them. Look at all of them down there on the ground. This one tied off. Well, there's nothing else I can get them through. Make it so they can't at least use this one. Two more. It's too many. So that's the fifth ladder so far today. This is right at that point where I actually caught that group climbing over the wall last time. Told them to go back. They didn't care. Because there's nobody here to stop them. Called it in. And Border Patrol said they had nobody to come get them. As I was filming them, watching them climb the wall. Driving back. The other way, realized I missed two. Two more ladders. So this is number six and number seven.
Shout out to Patriot Mobile. Support companies that support the values you believe in, like securing America. PatriotMobile.com, promo code RAV. Came a few miles down the line. I'm going to try to throw the drone back up and see if I can catch any of these guys coming over. It looks like Sundays are very busy days. Have seven ladders already, just on about a three-mile stretch. There's one of the guys right there. 341, another guy sitting under the tree. Oh, there they are. There's the group. There we go. That's the next group coming over, guys. Coming to America. Well done, Biden. Group, it looks like six right there. Definitely not happy that I'm here. All covering their faces. No, I'm sure they're good guys, you know. Good guys always cover their faces before they break into your country. These are the guys President Trump called bad hombres, and he was right. And now the Democrats are inviting them in. Oh yeah, that, uh, that guy's got dope. That definitely looks like a dope pack on his back. All right, they're heading out. Look at all of them, man, there's a bunch in there. So we got two or three heading off to the other side. Now we got these guys heading back out. One of them clearly had a dope load. We got a couple guys hanging out under the trees. Clearly though, there was a bag of dope on one of those guys' backs. And you got the other two guys going up to meet up with them. Three, another guy with a big, large backpack. You know, Lance, I got a comment real quick. It's, oh, I, it's how crazy is it that here's one man, Ben Berkman, is fi finding these guys, but our own Border Patrol or whoever's out there can't find them and apprehend them? It's crazy. It's because they don't yeah, want no. to. They're they're pulling them from the borders no. to let them through. I mean, those gates are supposed to be locked. They're not supposed to be cut. There's not supposed to be ladders that you can just physically see just running down the whole side. I mean, they just leave the ladders there. They're simple to make. They're simple to carry. They're lightweight. I've seen those rope ladders before. I, I mean, this is crazy. But this is the border that they're telling you people Oh, it's secure. Oh, you got nothing to worry about. You know, we've got that border. It's totally under control. We should electri control, electrify guys. the border border wall. Electrify that sucker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a lot of people talk about they want to dig a trench and fill it full of alligators. You know. No, you can put <laughs> that in the river. The you don't. Need, no, you can put them in the river there, the water where they got to cross the alligators. Yeah, the why, Grande, why waste time yeah. digging a trench? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Rio Grande doesn't start till about uh, ten miles further east there in El yeah. Paso. That that that's an area right there. Just to give you an idea of the numbers. So that's in a, a spot uh, just outside of uh, Santa Teresa, New Mexico, uh, outside of Silent Park, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it goes out for about 20 miles. There's a stretch there, 20 miles plus. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I went out there and I called, I, as you heard, I did this tw two times. I went out and Border Patrol told me, well, just give you a, let me back up a second. I was uh, closer to El Paso by Sunland Park and Border Patrol. I pulled them over. I was talking to them. They were apprehending some guys. They have groups that come over every single night and basically... Uh, play Red Rover, Red Rover, and they run down the mountain, Mount Crystal Ray. Border Patrol told me that, that, that I mean, that's basically what they do. They, just, they, they see when Border Patrol moves, they make a run for it and hope they don't get caught. You got guys picking them up. I mean, it's crazy. But Border Patrol there told me in El Paso, they're catching about a 1,000 a day of the runners. Now, these aren't the ones that are turning themselves in. They're getting several thousand more that are just turning themselves in. But the runners, they're getting about a 1,000 a day in all of these areas. And he, the Border Patrol told me they're only catching about a fifth of what's coming across. So they're getting a thousand, but there's 5,000 in that sector that are coming across that they're 4,000 that they're not catching. So I drove out to this area 
by Santa Teresa, past Santa Teresa. When I go out there, I'm armed. I've got bulletproof vests. Usually when I'm out, um, I've got you know, a weapon on me because there's nobody. Literally, I drove 20 miles down that, that road and all I saw were illegals. And, and, and as you heard in that video, I called Border Patrol and actually in that same trip, I called Border Patrol again. I said, I've got a group, uh, two guys carrying dope loads. They're heading west down, or uh, further west down the wall. This is the, the, the marker on the wall that I saw them at. And, and they told me the exact same thing. They've got nobody to send out there because they're all being used to process these fake asylum seekers. So these areas are completely wide open. So as we have these millions that are coming up to our southern border, turning themselves in, we have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands that are going to these areas that the cartel, like you said, we shouldn't just have ladders out there, but the cartel leaves them because there's no border patrol to stop them. So they just leave the ladders up uh, and, and they just keep cycling guys through. They'll send the guys... And I mean, they, they've welded, they've cut open the gates. And in some cases, oh, I've yeah. heard the gates all have been over, welded. And I've yeah, also heard that they've used Border Patrol. Uh, the, the, the Texas had installed a bunch of uh, barbed wire, and they actually had Border Patrol taking the barbed wire down. Yeah, I mean, border, you know. So this is, this is the thing. Mayorkas and the Democrats are inviting this in. Uh, in Texas, that, that's where that... Uh, Texas DPS was out there putting the barbed wire to try to stop these guys and Border Patrol by uh, the, the, you know, they, they were getting orders to go and cut the, the barbed wire and let these people through. So it's, I mean, it's, it's national suicide. It's pure national suicide. And if you, the last video, the reason I wanted to kind of play these videos the way you played them yeah. is you get an idea. So it all starts down there. It comes up through, it gets to our border. There's nobody there to secure the border. And then eventually it comes to a city near you. And I was just in New York this weekend. Okay. Yeah, and here's Media 5. Here's that video. Yeah. You were in New this York? Is the final step. Mm. They're yeah. in New York. They're in New York. George, by the way, is in New Jersey. If you get back there, you want to go minutes, to dinner, George. Ten minutes from the city, right across, yeah, so right across the water. Next time, we'd love to take you out to dinner. I'm sure George would be happy to. Yeah, I want to go, to, I want to, go to the streets with him, bro. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the deal. Yeah, you guys could run around. We can do some episodes. But here's the deal. Let's throw this video up, and then you can narrate. But this is the final step. They're now here in the U.S., and this is just a sample of what's going yeah. on. This isn't the ugliness of what's really going on, because don't think that Hamas, Hezbollah, the Syrians, or any other linked terrorist organizations are out advertising. Once they get here, they're going underground. Don't kid yourself. And they're organizing, whether they're organizing in mosques or otherwise. Go ahead, George, throw up Media 5. Um, coming up. So these are all the scooters with no license plates. It's like they got a new intake. They don't this on. No, it's public. Yeah, I'm with media. Uh, Real America's Voice. Are you? Well, you then go inside. Then you got to go inside, man. Outside, I can film. Yes, I can, man. It's public. Where are you from? Okay. Who do you work for? We don't have to. But when you're outside in public, what's that? I'm, I'm covering what's happening here at the hotel. So I'm just filming it for the news I work for. Are you guys, do you guys work for an organization? Okay, no English. Thanks, man. Apparently this is the intake. They're bringing more in. We're at the Roosevelt Hotel. You've got all these uh, scooters, some stolen, no license plate, all parked illegally on the street, this whole hotel, 400 plus rooms. It's coming down to show you the impact of what Biden's doing on our southern border. Venezuela? Cuanto días aquí? 
Llegué hoy en la madrugada. ¿Ah? Llegué anoche en la madrugada. Ah, okay. Anoche en la madrugada. Okay. ¿A dónde vas? ¿Es New York? ¿Todo uh, fini? Sí, sí, me okay. aquí en Nueva York. Okay. ¿Familia aquí? Ahorita que viene un primo mío. Okay. ¿Venezuela? No bueno, ¿eh? ¿ah? ¿Socialismo? No, no. No, allá Maduro acabó con Maduro? Venezuela completa. Sí. sí, Maduro un coño de su madre, ese desgraciado. Okay. O sea, no lo quiere ni la mamá de él. Yeah. ¿Cómo te llamas? Gabriel. ¿Gabriel? Sí. Mucho gusto, me llamo uh, Benjamín. Senegal? Mauritania? No camera? Okay. Senegal, Mauritania? Senegal, okay. So this whole thing, actually this was a restaurant too. It's been taken over, converted to part of the processing. All of this, guys, all of this is the new Democrat industry of illegal immigration. Millions and millions and millions of dollars going into it. Midtown Manhattan, once one of the greatest cities in the world, or you could say the greatest city in the world, now one of the greatest hotels used to be, Roosevelt Hotel, now turned into a slum hotel for illegal aliens. And I don't fault the people here. They all got the invitation from Joe Biden. It's the policies, it's the leftists, it's all of these sanctuary supporting Democrats who invited this. It's the United Nations, it's Catholic Charities, all of them. They're the ones that created this. They're the ones that need to be held accountable. Another one, men's fashion. On actually part of the same building as the Roosevelt Hotel. So you have all of these fancy, nice buildings. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Come here thinking that they're supposed to get something. Yeah, for free. Well, you're working your ass off, and these guys come here and want it for free. It's crazy. What do you think? I can't talk about Okay, okay. Well, God bless you, sir. This guy's just working, doing his job out here. I mean, look, you know, it's the crazy, crazy part. They'll, yeah, still, ahead, they'll still vote liberal, that guy that's work sweeping the streets. I know. He'll I know. still yeah. vote liberal. Well, I, I, actually, I'll say, I'll say I know, but actually you would not believe, because I, I also had my Make America Great Again hat with me. Uh, and I was there with Dion Cheney, and, and uh, he, run, he does the TrumpSwag.com uh, store, and we're wearing all this gear. And you would not believe the number of the inner city black guys that came up to us and said, we love Trump, Biden sucks, we got to get Trump back. You don't hear it from the mainstream media. Now, a lot of these guys don't vote, unfortunately, but uh, there, the, there is an understanding that Biden sucks and Trump's the guy. And just to give you an idea of how bad this is and what's coming to your neighborhood, uh, this is some of these guys, this is the final destination, but many of them, it's not. A lot of what's, what's happening is these guys are going to the Rust Belt. These are guys are going to the dilapidated cities that used to have steel mills that have huge numbers of vacant buildings that, that you can buy for dirt cheap or rent for dirt cheap. And, and that's where they're ending up in these little towns and, and taking their criminal activity. I, I witnessed drug, actually the end of that video, I witnessed uh, drugs being sold openly in the streets by these guys. The gangs are basically taking over. I had two guys almost assault me, trying to get me to stop filming at the end of this. Went down to the Rowe Hotel, that was the Roosevelt Hotel, the Rowe Hotel. The Roosevelt has over a thousand, I was wrong, it wasn't 400 rooms, it's a thousand, over a thousand rooms. Uh, wow. The Roosevelt, the Rowe Hotel has 1,331 rooms. And both of these hotels completely packed. There are 20 other hotels across the city and, and dozens more outside the city that are being used. And just, just to give you an idea of the numbers we're talking, $10 million a day is what New York is spending on this, $10 million. They are estimating that within three years, it's gonna cost them $12 billion. 
12 billion dollars so when you hear joe biden talking about 14 billion dollars for the border it's not for the border they're not doing anything to secure the we don't actually need another dime to secure the border we just have to reinstitute president trump's policies of remain in mexico and stop them from coming over and let border patrol do their jobs mm -hmm. but the the 14 billion dollars all that's to do is to pay off uh, these these cities these sanctuary cities that have invited this invasion into their community well here's the crazy part without it New York City is now steering migrants to new reticketing centers. That was news where they're where they're now going to secure a free one-way plane ticket to anywhere yep. in the world that they just yeah, get they the hell out of New York. To, they don't well, want to have to deal with it. Yeah, yep. and, and and let's face it, the the, the, the mayor and, and the governor of New York, they're all, oh yeah, come here, come here. You can all come in. We love you. Now they don't want it. Now they want to send them elsewhere. So now they want to send them to your backyard. I don't care what side of the fence you sit on politically. They're going to send them to your backyard. We're already seeing it here in Denver. The homelessness thing has just surged. These people yeah. are going to get desperate and desperation is going to increase the criminality of what's going on. There's some that are already and focused on crime. There's going to be yeah. many that are going to join crime and they're not going to have a choice because they want to survive. This and is our government in action. Yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, this is, Lance, this is the, the people, the, these guys that will eat a cat, they'll roast your cat. Well, we're talking about people from third world countries that don't have any of the values that America has. They don't have any of the same mindset that America has. Many of them coming from war-torn countries. They've been around death and destruction their entire lives. I mean, I've, I've lived in Africa. So anybody who, one of my pet peeves is people in America talking about oppression or talking about poverty. If you haven't lived in a third world country, you don't you don't have a, a, a right, really just, you're just ignorant to what real poverty and real oppression is. You have people coming from these third world countries. They don't love America. They're coming for the free stuff. And they're coming to your neighborhood, and they don't care about you. They don't care about your families. They don't care about your your customs, your traditions, your rules, your laws. They just want the stuff. And there's nothing that's going to stop them unless we stop them. And so you're talking about setting up. You heard Matt Tomlet say that this could get violent in a heartbeat. We're talking about we're, we're blendering that into our country. So your schools, your children's schools, your hospitals, your businesses, your your communities, everything is being impacted by this and and ultimately uh it's you know again it leads to that destruction that the left wants so that they can remake america into the communist utopia that they've always dreamed of and you know and and kill millions of people along the way like stalin did that's that's where we're yeah, this, this is there's no doubt it. that this is a major amount of criminal malfeasance by our government uh this is not what they've agreed to do with this isn't the charter this isn't what they were elected to do and for all of those uh i always talk about the shills and i talk about everybody that likes to promote our government as oh they're doing a good job or this I, you know it nauseates me i want to scream if i if i thought they wouldn't throw me off of x again i would probably be a lot more verbal and a lot more aggressive it's hard for me to control my anger. You know, Ben, you you for for the listeners, if you don't if you guys don't really see the receipts here, then you better get over to Ben's profile and follow him. You know, Ben, here's my last thing for you. How likely, and because I know you're you're out of time, how likely do you believe that we are gonna see a major uptick in terrorism on US soil, like the kind of terrorist events we see around the world globally? And we'll call it a global jihad. How likely do you think that is here in America? 100%. Uh, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. And, and it's, you know, it it's, uh, it's just a matter of time. When you guys heard come. that number, 100%. George, go ahead. I didn't mean to step I, on you. It's going to come, Ben, like you said. But I, I, I think it's going to come around holiday time. They want yeah, to make the most. That'll be a sad the most impact. Yeah, they want to make them, you know, the most impact they can make. And, you know, holidays. Well, and, and keep in mind. 
keep in mind, you know, we're talking uh, Islamic Jihad. Uh, you know, you see what's going on in Israel. Basically, what we're doing in America is is like uh, Israel inviting Hamas into Jerusalem. That's what we're doing. We're just inviting them into our country. But this has been going on for years in Europe. All of this stuff is building as we start bombing Syria. Now we have Syrian migrants coming in. We are setting this up. We are setting ourselves up for this. But that's just one facet. You've also got the CCP infiltrating. You've got sleeper cells in, in foreign governments coming in, communist governments coming in. So we're getting it from all sides. And then you see people marching in the streets for our enemies. And so you've got college kids, college campuses. I'm not, a, I, I would say to me, it's about 50-50 whether it comes from a homegrown terrorist or one that we've imported. We've got, we're breeding terrorists in America yeah, uh, through our no education doubt. system and through through the inner cities. So it's, yeah. you know, again, I, I'm not, I'm not, it's not hyperbole when I say this is national suicide. It's, we're very close to that point of no return. Yeah. So here's the deal, guys. As we talked about this week, situational awareness, you better think about it. I already recommended that people should get concealed carry permits. You should learn how to use a weapon. Forget these people that are trying to take your 2A rights away. Ignore them. Don't let them do it. Vote them out. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably going to need those weapons with the way this is going because there are lots of issues. If you're out in public, you better be paying attention. Craig Sawman gave you some great tips. Craig Sawman Sawyer on Wednesday's show, just surveilling every place you go into public areas, especially during holidays. George brings a great point. Ben, what can people do to help you? Uh, go ahead and hit your social media again, hit your website again. We want to give you all that. And obviously I know, and George will give you last words here. Well, uh, as you mentioned, everyone needs to be ready. That's partly why we left California and moved to Arkansas. I have uh, uh, plenty of guns and I know the law enforcement here would actually protect my right to use them. And so part of that is being in a place that you can defend and knowing how to use those weapons, also having, you know, food supplies and all of that. I, I partner with uh, 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 my Patriot Supply. It's uh, frontlineprep.com. And so if you need some of that stuff, that's one of my sponsors. But definitely do all of that stuff. Get trained. Teach your wife. Teach your children how to defend themselves, where to go in, in those situations. And if you want to support what I'm doing, uh, social media, of course, at Ben Burkwam, FrontlineAmerica.com has all of our sponsors. Um, and you can you can donate directly there if you like the work that I'm doing. And then, of course, the, I'd say the most important thing is just share the footage. America needs to see this. The world needs to see this. Take the footage that I, I produce, share it out there, whether it's on the network, Real America's Voice, or the Frontline, or on, on all my social media. Share it out there so that the world can see it. Oh. That, that's good advice. George. Um, Lance, I want to, I'll take us off. So thank you, Ben Berkman for coming on tonight. Sorry for keeping you past your time, but that's what we do here. You know, <laughs> I told you. Yeah. yeah it's, start, it's starting to break up. It's starting to break nah, up. <laughs> it's too late now. You already stay. So I'll just stay know, another couple minutes. Right. You know, I, you know, I, I have that effect on people, but <laughs> all serious. So our, the people in our chat, they coined themselves the big MIG mafia. So now you are part of that big MIG mafia. So now you just can't leave. You know what I mean? So that's why you have to stay. But uh, make Man. sure you look us up on, on Rumble, follow, hit the like, share, subscribe. Any donations, we appreciate that, too. We can use all the help. On Twitter, it's the Big Mig Show account, Lance Miliacho, and mine is G. Ballantine because they're racist, too many letters. All other social media, it's my full name, George Ballantine, Lance Miliacho, and the Big Mig. Make sure you guys um, like and share, support. We, you know, we need to get the, um, the message out. Um, hopefully we get Ben back on the show to get, show you guys firsthand knowledge. Ben, if you ever want to go live while you're down there or something, you know, just hit us up. We'll bring you on. One, two, three. People need to see that. It's, you know, it's a great honor having you, you know, 
make sure you take care of yourself okay. down there. Keep yourself safe and secure. Thank you for everything you're doing, Ben. We really yep. appreciate it. We know you're putting yourself out there on a limb every time you go down to the Darien Gap and other places along the border. It's always a risky venture. But thanks so very much. We appreciate doing the show. We love you, Big Mig Mafia. Hit those like, follow, and share buttons. We need to get the message out. God bless America. Tip of the spear. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Peace out. To decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety-nine percent of the web will be off limits. up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings. towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. 
Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.